0: welcome back to he's abroad this is jason here in brooklyn joined as always by john who is abroad in new zealand what's going on john i've enjoyed my
1: break (laughs) all right my recording break was very nice it's been a little little while yeah what what were the highlights Uh, i'm trying to think of what the highlights are i'll I'll be honest like time is starting to worry me things are starting to run together time i've been really busy the last you're getting old and i'm getting old And Mm. time just runs together. So what happened last week or two weeks ago or three weeks ago? I honestly don't remember. Well, why don't you like throw out a thing and then I'll say if we talked about it. Uh, Let's see. So lots of bad weather happening, right? We're in the middle of winter down here. Uh Uh-huh. Um, Australia's been locked down. That I talk, have I talked about that before? Australia seems to be falling into the ocean with COVID, and they're starting to protest and riot. I watched a guy punch a horse today. Um, <laughs> well, no, I didn't. I didn't know about that. We we have not spoken about
0: that because that seems to be a well, they were starting to go back into. It, it's specific parts. Is it
1: the whole country now? It's New South Wales was where it's this mostly big Sydney. I cat thought cat right. In. Yeah, which is Sydney. New South Wales is the state that Sydney is part of. Sydney is the biggest city in that state.
0: And to be clear, their outbreak, looking at the whole country, is 140 cases total. total. Now, put that in perspective to the United States, where everything is open. (laughs) And yesterday, we had
1: uh, 82,500 new cases. (laughs) Well, also, to be fair, I think also the number of people vaccinated in Australia is obviously lower. much lower than the Correct. people in the States, right? So, yes. like, like just so Americans understand, the rest of the world is still dealing with this because you took all the vaccines because you were dying faster than we anyone didn't else. take them. We paid for Yeah, them. you did. No, no, you, you did. You we guys paid them. more money. Yeah. We paid more Trump. And look, I mean, say what you want about Trump. He paid the money because his plan eventually became... I screw it, leave it all open, we'll just get vaccines and that'll fix it. And then he somehow also found a way for these people to not believe in taking the vaccine, which is <laughs> yeah. one of the strangest things. Because he he never told people not to take the vaccine, but that's what's happened. And he never told odd. people
0: he got the vaccine.
1: No, but he also didn't. He wasn't telling people, like, oh, the vaccines are fraud. He didn't say that. He was the one basically saying, like, hey, look, we're going to spend the money. We're going to get the vaccines, and this thing's going to be all over. You wait. And no one, no, one, no one will remember that Trump got the vaccine. He said that over and over again. I won't get thanked. For trying to get all these vaccines into people's hands, I was the one approving stuff. I was the one getting it out there because he was, right?
0: Well, because
1: his plan was just this isn't that. Serious. I mean, you yeah. know, prior, right. privately he was saying this is a mess, Bob. Bob, this is a mess. <laughs> and then publicly he was going, Ah, you need to toughen up. Then we'll get the vaccine, and then you'll be fine. And so America paid for every vaccine except for AstraZeneca. He <laughs> paid for all of them and said, "Give him, give me, give me all the vaccines." So. Yeah. While you guys are able to vaccinate in the UK as well, and I guess that's mostly because of AstraZeneca, right? That's a UK company. So those are the two places in the world that are heavily vaccinated or have vaccines readily available. Like right now in the states, right, you can walk to a CVS and get a vaccine today. Right. You can't do that anywhere else in the world. No, because there's a vaccine shortage. We have so
0: much. We have so many vaccines, and so many people who are just not
1: who don't want to take it. Because So that's the problem, is that you guys have all these extra time. vaccines, and, and our you cases haven't really rising. decided whether or not you just give up on the people who won't take it and start giving those to other countries. Because here in New Zealand, yeah. the vaccine rollout has been so painfully slow because mm-hmm. there's a shortage. There's a shortage of vaccines worldwide, but there's not a shortage of vaccines in the States. Yeah, well, you guys had zero cases yesterday. Well that and, and that's why but and that's why Australia days ago, pretty I'm much tragic. had zero cases until they didn't. And so now with this Delta variant, seeing how serious this variant is if you're not vaccinated, this mm-hmm. is why New South Wales is shut down, because this is going to spread very quickly unless you're vaccinated. If people were vaccinated, I think we'd be in the same exact position people in the States are. We'd be, you know, we'd be opening up the country, everything would be fine. But yeah, Australia is kind of falling apart and people are now taking to the streets because they're like, wait a minute, we're doing lockdowns and I'm watching people in the US party it up. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, hey, those people in the US, they were able to resist lockdowns. So, yeah. We'll so, why same. can't we? So now, and Australians have a lot of American in them. Just FYI. Don't let Australians fool you. They're loud. They're obnoxious. They're a lot like us, Americans. <laughs> Very similar. Mm. So, Yeah, they're um, as far as again, I know that other other states have been locked down in, you know, small cases, like for a couple of weeks, a couple of days. But the whole country, as far as that bubble that was open between New Zealand and Australia, that bubble is shut down for eight weeks. Well, now they're also bringing back mask mandates to some places in the states. Yeah. Um, So COVID's not over, even though watching American news, you would think that we were done with this thing. (laughs) Yeah, the, the question Look, is- would Tr- Trump was right. He said, watch what's going to happen. I won't be president, and then it's all going to go away. We're not going to talk about it anymore. COVID's just going to magically disappear. And he wasn't wrong, because it kind of has. It hasn't, though. They're still talking no, about it. No, it hasn't virus. technically, still... but the and media the other has thing kind that of happened, stopped. They've stopped you're... talking about the way that they talked about it before.
0: Yeah, they're talking about vaccinations. They're talking about people who are not getting vaccinated. At least that's what CNN's talking about. And then the other people are like, oh, whatever. You should you should be able to choose. Let's let's hope they're not forcing mandates of vaccines. It's like,
1: I mean, ugh. at the same time, though, I'm kind of about that, to be honest with you. You
0: yeah, don't want oh, to get the vaccine. You don't
1: No, You don't have to. You don't want True. to get it. My my thought is
0: this as a as a private company, right? This is where I actually lean more a little bit more conservative, right? I'd say you can, as a private company, you kind of do what you want. If you want to, you should be allowed to mandate your employees get vaccinated. And if they're not vaccinated, then make them get a COVID test every day. Yeah. That's how's that for a compromise? And works for me because, but these guys are going to write legislation saying, no, you can't like, okay, so you can, you can discriminate about other things. You're cool with that, but not, not that. Got it.
1: Yeah, not or bad. you tell them that they have to if they're if they're able to work from home, you say you can't come in, which is fine. No, it's maybe something you Uh-oh. want to do. I mean, yeah, sure. Again, up to
0: up to the company
1: itself. But yeah, that's what I mean, if you're that, a private company, I think a, you should be able to set out. your own rules or
0: go work for somebody else. But if you if you're a private company and you it, then you're giving in, you're like it's mandatory, and if not, then then you could work from home. Then who wouldn't be like, all right, well,
1: I'm just going to work from home then plenty of people but there's a lot of people who want to go back to work right and that's the thing it's a mixed bag of all different types of people some people have had a very miserable time not working from home some people can't work from home right so i keep reading all these articles about people in the states just like walking out of restaurant jobs out of hospitality jobs because they're just like no you know i don't have to do this (laughs) i'm out in the middle of shift just getting up and walking out wow the videos of that I haven't seen any videos, no. But there was a sign that was on a Burger King, what maybe two weeks ago, where everyone said, "Sorry, we all quit." <laughs> they put it on the on the you know when you're driving by a drive a drive through or, or by a restaurant, and they've got like the thing on. The oh yeah, Burger King, little marquee. That. Yeah, and Burger King. They were like, "Sorry, we quit. No one here to serve you burgers." <laughs> wow.
0: well, I'm looking at this map of Google. Um, no COVID cases in Antarctica. Of
1: course not. Penguins can't get COVID. Is that true? So it's scientifically proven. I don't know.
0: It's true. I, you, you don't hear about <laughs> just
1: that. Just assuming. Anyways. Yeah, I'm just I assuming guess. that penguins can't get COVID.
0: So the bubble burst. So no one no one's going in or out anymore, right? You guys. No are one's back going in or out unless you
1: want to go into an isolated facility, unless you want to sit in a hotel for two weeks and get fed food and be guarded by the government. Can I do that? You can come in. Well, you can't because you're not a resident. Hmm. So unless you can get residency, guy. or you can get a skilled migrant visa like mm-hmm. you've got a job who's willing to pay for you to come in you got to stay out yeah i don't think i have that uh, not skills no you're so not skilled that. enough, so you got to get out okay
0: Fair um enough. um now what would happen then if you wanted to come here you could do that
1: but because then i'm, when you I'm could a go citizen back, i'm an right, american then when you citizen. go back
0: you'd have to yeah. be in the hotel for four for Two weeks. It's for two weeks. Yeah.
1: So right now, as an American citizen, I can always, and that's generally around the world, if you're a citizen of a country, it's bad, it's a bad look to keep you from coming into your country. That's your rights as a citizen to kind of come in. And same thing here, right? If you're a citizen, you can come in, but you might have to pay for, you know, staying in an isolated hotel, all those types of things. So right now, I could go home. The problem is getting back into New Zealand because trying to find the isolated, the isolation hotels, you have to book it. And it's like a lottery system. So you have to go online and find the date that you're gonna come back and book that spot. And so those spots sort of come up and disappear very quickly because people book a bunch of spots and then they'll then they won't pay or they won't, or you know, or they won't be able to get a book, a travel book during that time. So they'll cancel the spot. So it's a mess, right? And you gotta pay thirty five hundred bucks for your two weeks in that hotel. Mm. that's the price you have to pay to come back, even if you're a citizen right now. You can't just come in. That's uh, New Zealand dollars? That's New Zealand, yeah. Ah, So That's that's like 15 bucks, that's fine. So what happened with Australia, what happened with Australia is that that wasn't a requirement. You could travel back and forth without being in that, isolation facility so you so you didn't have to pay any money to go to Australia right. and come back and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So now that that's closed and again there is something like 1 million Kiwis that are maybe 600,000 Kiwis it's a bunch of Kiwis, right, in Australia. So obviously traveling back and forth between Australia and New Zealand is pretty normal for some people. Some people make that trip once a month. Right? And so it's when quick. that's canceled and you now have to stay inside of an isolated facility that you got to book a time for and schedule and do all this stuff obviously that that makes it a lot harder and a lot less enticing for you just to go spend the weekend in sydney yeah i get it how long is that flight was like four hours? hours uh is it four maybe two hours two to four hours oh, depending okay. on where you are
0: so australia is like your florida
1: kind of although in new more, zealand's in got a ways florida in more idea. ways than one <laughs> yeah and it's actually further north so and yeah it's weird it's like it is. There's parts of it that are kind of like our Florida, although there's parts of New Zealand that are kind of like the U.S.'s Florida. You mean the Australia? Um, that's more like Australia's Florida. Yeah, kind of. But New Zealand is kind of like Australia's Canada. But anyways, yeah, so that's, that happened. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. There's, there's been farmers who've been mad at the, at the government here because the far, farmers have to pay taxes on destroying the environment. They're not happy about it. Tell them to stop destroying um, the environment. Then they don't have to pay the taxes. Yeah, well, that's, that's the problem. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think if anything else interesting has happened since I've been gone. No, I think it's just been work. Really, there hasn't been too much news. Things have been pretty, uh, they've been pretty standard for a winter, right? You don't do much in winter. You tend to, yeah, you tend to stay inside, not do much traveling, not do much moving around. So yeah, right. well, I'll just say this right now, just so
0: anybody's listening, they're wondering like, well, well, it's been a little while. This, this is going to be a bit more of a catch up, you know. There's a lot of stuff in the in the media space that I want to talk about. And, uh, I have I've done some things. I got, I got a couple of, I could tell you where I've been for the last two weeks. Um, but otherwise, yeah, not gonna, not gonna follow the normal format today. We'll get back to that, uh, in the following episodes. Um, but I, I, was in Portland Well, I was in Oregon. I wasn't necessarily in Portland the entire time. Uh, and yeah, I was there uh, visiting my dad what he lives in Portland. So I was out there. You asked me if it was on fire. It was not on it fire. It was on fire. Uh, yeah, historically there have been points where there are fires in uh, in the Portland area, but uh, no, the, the fires were happening in southern Oregon, so it wasn't really close. The Portland is in the northern, it's like on the northern side, on the Washington border, whereas the the fires were happening on the California California border. Hmm. So that's what's going on. So went there, uh, spent a few days there. Went on two camping trips my dad bought an rv
1: oh nice what type of rv did he buy he bought a tab t-a-b t-a-b got a a picture of it i'll send you the the same oh okay he bought like one of these little almost like a little airstream like a little like a little teardrop yeah exactly it's like a teardrop design yeah so it's one of
0: those so him and i went on two separate trips once one took us to the coast and the other was to bend
1: oregon okay uh, yeah so i feel like there's was... a college no that's that's um, south bend indiana that's uh, where notre dame is isn't so
0: that where i feel where, like there um... might be a
1: f- there might be a big football school in bend oregon
0: uh yeah i believe that's a thing my, Is that, a, uh, is that thing oregon state
1: about. is that the beavers yeah
0: sounds sounds right I'm not, I'm not that up to, my dad, my dad was telling me some of that stuff and I remember a little bit of it, but not, not all of it.
1: Let's Something see. Where's me, OSU? Yeah. OSU is. But yeah. There's like some,
0: uh, there's some big college football towns around there. Bend, Oregon is also the home of Sony bent, the developer behind, uh, days gone and the siphon filter series.
1: Yeah, it is not. It is in Corvallis, Oregon, is where Oregon oh, that's State it. is. That's
0: the town, Corvallis. Yeah, we passed it while going to Bend.
1: Okay, okay. So I don't know what's that in Bend, right Oregon, but maybe.
0: The yeah, action. Bend, Oregon is just like this little, it's like a small, they got a small downtown, but it's really, the thing about Oregon, like when you're out there, like it's just a beautiful place. Like there's a lot of pretty stuff to see. Yeah. So when we went to camp, when we were on the coast, it was you know, you, you drive the RV out there, you leave it in the campsite, and then you go drive around and you see some other shit. So went to some uh, did some crabbing. So my dad got this crab trap, so uh, didn't catch anything. Um, he also bought this blow up kayak, which is more sturdy than it sounds. Uh, yeah, so so took that out. Although there was a bit of a mishap the first time, but we got it done. So what was the mishap? Did you not close it and it flooded? No. Uh he forgot to put the skag on the back so we were basically spinning through this river.
1: <laughs> okay. Were you were you what, part of were you in the Farewell Bend Park? No, I don't know what okay. is that. No, I'm just looking at the different parks in the Bend Park and Recreation District. There's the Cascade Lakes, the Deschutes River. The Deschutes River basically goes right through Bend. Okay. So it's kind of hard to avoid the Deschutes River. Okay. It's, uh, it's everywhere. So, yeah, there's Drake's Park. It's omnipresent. Pilot, Pilot Butte State Park. If we were at, I'm going to tell you where. Shevlin Park. Nope. We were only there UK for like Park?
0: 48 <laughs> hours. So, there was one full day of doing stuff. So, we went to uh, Smith Rock State Park, which is just north of Bend. Okay. And then, so we did, a, so we hiked that thing. That was pretty cool. And then we went to, uh, ha- and then we took the kayak to Hosmer Lake, which is uh, okay. Yep, west, uh, and uh, you got a good sight view of uh, Mount Bachelor from there. Mount Bachelor, yeah,
1: place for the you. <laughs> That's my stage name. That is. Your- <laughs> That's right. Come, come conquer Mount Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's a short hike. Because I'm short. So. <laughs> it's not the summit's not very tall, but beautiful view when you yeah. get up there.
0: Oh, there's also uh there's a place outside of Bend. Where's the place the um some waterfalls things? I'm trying to find that. Um anyway,
1: what is this place? Saw so a waterfall. Oh wait, I took it on I was supposed to die on
0: Instagram too. But yeah, look like, at this
1: it, camper. This is a beautiful looking camper here. I'm at, the, I'm on the website looking at the Tab 400 Solo. This seems like a very cool camper. I'm very uh, is that the one it. he has? Let's see here. I believe so. I looked at the 400 on the side of it. I will send you a. I'll send oh, you yeah, this guy. You can tell me if that layout it. looks similar. If that, looks... yeah, that's the one.
0: That's that's the one. Yeah, it's great. It's yeah. cool. It. Um, you know, my da- my dad was nice enough to give me the uh, the big bed, and then he used the. Um, like the, uh, this the, basically the, the, um, the lounge area will say transforms into, uh, into a smaller yeah. bed. And he, he took that one.
1: So what of but, height, are you to the same height or obviously as you get
0: older, you do start to lose a little bit of height. No, he's, he's a little bit taller than me. Okay. Not by much. I got better posture.
1: Not to brag. You well, know? you're also, I mean, what? 30 years younger than him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But you should <laughs> better yeah. posture. Than, uh, Just yeah. saying.
0: You know, that's just how it works. But yeah, it's you could stand inside comfortably. So it's like even even you could probably stand inside comfortably. It's hmm. not like it's um, like you ever need to crouch. It's uh, because on the on the end where it tapers off in the back, that's where the bed is.
1: Uh, OK, yeah. So, I'm, I'm watching the video now, there's a there's a video where they kind of move around it. And this guy does a little 360 and there's a little wet area for a sink. And is there an actual shower in there or is it just a sink and a toilet?
0: Yeah, there is an actual shower. So the way it works with these is that you have a, you have a water tank that you fill up yep, and you can have water then off the grid, but the last campsite we stayed at, you're able to, um, you're able to fully connect. So we were able to connect to power and water. Oh, cool. So if not, if you're not connected to that, you basically should take proper practice, I suppose, is to take, um, Navy showers as they are, where, you know you're not you're not running the water the whole time you rinse you suds then you uh you soap up then then you rinse off you know that's that's it that's the process sure. but then yeah, sure. when I mean you have
1: like a gray water tank or a black water tank that you got Exactly. Dump both out. of those yeah. things yeah
0: exactly yeah i know um, a little
1: bit about camping i've been out there before
0: all right yeah so you know you know the whole deal yeah but the uh, everything's fully functional the you know got fridge kitchen it's uh you basically have a, a little hotel room that you take with you and then in these camp areas, you have the the weather was super nice, really mild. And it, you know you have the additional space of that of that area. If you just want to hang out, chill. So that's uh that's what we did. It was uh, I guess I guess this would be glamping, right, in a way. Yeah,
1: so it's We're not glamping. we're not intense. It's not full, full camping, you didn't have to go take a tent and hike anywhere and no. You know, you, you had a stove. You had, you know, you can get some food. Sure, you might have to cook some things, or maybe you're eating cereal, right? You're not eating, you're not eating full course meals all the time. But yeah, you but
0: know. he had, uh, he had a bunch of, um,
1: he had um,
0: like pots and pans in there. He had to make his coffee every morning. Serious yeah. about that. So <laughs> all the, all the amenities are uh, are all accounted for. Like there wasn't any point where it's like, oh, this sucks. Like no, it was actually it was it was pretty good was how pretty was it good. driving with the camper on the back uh i didn't do any of the driving he did all the driving but yep. it's you know according according to his testimony put him on the stand he uh he said he said
1: you feel it like you definitely feel it but yeah yeah you're you're dragging something that's pretty heavy behind you like it's like in your turns and things you're you know your car's twice the length and twice as heavy as it would be if you didn't have a thing that you're dragging behind you
0: Right, but you get the. You basically have to get the the sized RV that you can actually
1: drag with you. Yes. Otherwise, it's going to push you around. Yeah, and or you just need th- to get a bigger amount- car, right? Like, what's your dad driving? Is he driving something nice? Something with he's a little, with to, a little uh, bit of horsepower an, in there? An Audi SUV. So yeah, okay. So he's got an SUV. He's got the, enough load. He's the got difference.
0: Enough to drag the it difference in. Uh, in miles per gallon is extraordinary when you have this thing on versus not. Yeah. like it it gets cut in like half. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so you're burning. It's it's maybe not the most uh. ecological planet out there, there, but you're,
1: but... you're uh, you know you're enjoying it while it lasts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, but it was cool. The, the The coast of Oregon is beautiful. I mean, Oregon as a state is just is is a beautiful place. To go. Is it the I most beautiful
1: re- state you've been to?
0: Yeah, I think so yeah as far as natural beauty goes, absolutely there like we did a drive the last day we did a drive along the Columbia River, went to uh, Mary Hill, Oregon, which is on the Columbia River. and actually that might be that might be on the Washington side, Maryhill, Washington. but anyway, I went to a vineyard there, and then this guy also has this um has this uh, museum filled with random crap, and that's really like the best way to explain it. Cause it's like, oh, here's a bunch. Here's like a fashion exhibit. Oh, here's a, uh, here's also this stuff from the queen. And here's a bunch of chess chess sets, uh, that, that have zero through line through any of it got just like, yeah, this is a cool place. So I got all this random crap, but yeah, the views on the Columbia river are, are amazing. Like it's, it's really nice. Just that drive alone is gorgeous. Hmm. And, um, yeah, there, there's a lot of great waterfalls, great hiking. The Water's clean. Like they're 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 smart about the uh, I guess how they how they conserve the land in the area. Like they don't they don't even salt their yeah. roads, which is, you know. But it also doesn't snow much, so that's a little better. You got uh, Mount Hood, which is always which is always pretty to see as well. Um, yeah, it's just it's just really nice out there. It's just very very nice. Now really I'm sure cool. there's other places. Like my dad always talks about. He, he's got a motorcycle as well, so he drives around and uh, been to a lot of these states and seen a bunch of this stuff. I think. He like I saw pictures of uh, like Glacier National Park, and that place looks uh, pretty wild. That's in Montana, I think.
1: yeah Yeah, like this so, whole region of the country. I mean, I I've been through obviously through Arizona, um, and parts of Utah, parts of Nevada, and parts of sort of northern California. It's all great. Like it's all stuff that I think people don't realize how great I mean, even just driving through sort of the non LA or non San Francisco parts of California can be really, can be really pretty as well. Like Northern oh, yeah. California, Tahoe area is great. So yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, it's cool. People, people don't normally think about, but like I said, I, that's what I always recommend when I, uh, for domestic travel, because Portland itself is also great. Just in that local area, you have the nature stuff to do. Like it's one of the few play things where, Someone goes there and be like, "Yeah, not only can I recommend all these great places to eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but here's also some stuff you can do in
1: between in the form of hiking and things like that." Um, yeah, I mean, speaking of which, did I, did I talk about my trip to the South Island to Abel Tasman? No. When did you do that? That must have been the, the last. I don't remember. Weeks. I did it. I did it between the last time, maybe, and before. But yeah, I went down to, and that's what I did, right? When you came here to visit, I sent everyone to the South Island to Abel Tasman. To yeah. Nelson and Abel Tasman, and I had never been. I just sent people there because huh. I was like, "Yeah, I've heard it's great. Go down there and do that, right?" It's um, awesome because you actually get to see a bit of the South Island and not yeah, just it's great. the North Island. I loved it. It's great. So yeah, went flew in Nelson, drove around Nelson, went to Golden Bay, which is probably more hippies per square kilometer or square mile than I've been anywhere. Maybe than other places like Oregon. <laughs> or yeah, I some remember seeing a uh, – uh, let me
0: bring up the map. What, what's the first place you dock into when you take the uh, – In Picton? Picton, yeah. I remember seeing a hippie van in uh, in Picton.
1: Yeah, there's but some I hippies also, at the north of this area. I wish like I knew there. you went to
0: Nelson. I would have tell, told you about this, uh, this dope
1: restaurant that I went to, Nam. Oh, what a great meal I had there. So there's a lot of restaurants over there that were recommended, and they were all closed because of the winter season. So yeah. Nelson is a summer place. NOM but we went open. in the winter. All right. You fucked up. You should have told me. No. <laughs> yeah, I could have. But again, I don't remember. Right. Like this might have happened. We, we might have done podcast episodes. Um, <laughs> The time that I went down. Well, there. But yeah, it's do. very go, similar. Go right? back.
0: Like, go back. Go down to Nelson and go to now. Yeah. It's worth it. That place is
1: great. All right. I'll remember that.
0: Yeah, that's where the I woman mean, we'll told be, me because this is 2016. She's like getting away from Trump. And I was like and she was British. And I was like, you're getting away from. uh from brexit she's like i voted
1: for brexit i'm like okay <laughs> <then. This> conversation's <laughs> over yeah so yeah it's very similar right like new zealand has a lot of qualities that you see in the pacific northwest it's a very similar country mm-hmm. yeah so rain right like you get a lot of rain but you get a lot of beautiful hikes in forestry and not, not as much pine in you know, big lakes in New Zealand. There are quite a few lakes in New Zealand, but not to the level right. We instead of get big coastlines, big ocean. Um, you get lakes in like Queenstown and stuff. But Right. Yeah. So what did you think of Abel Tasman? And what did you do? Uh, so we went to Golden Bay. So we didn't actually go through. We didn't do any of the kayaking or stuff because, again, it's wintertime. But we did a couple mm-hmm. of hikes in Golden Bay. Saw some waterfalls. Um, did just because, again, it was just for a weekend. So did quite a few hike, um, you know, sort of sightseeing. Small, small time, but it, we really wanted to go to Golden Bay because Golden Bay is it's like cool. really yeah. pretty, pretty beaches in Golden Bay. But Golden Bay is also a lot of hippies. There's a lot of hippies hanging out in Golden Bay. Uh, did um, you see? So I'm sure there's also a lot of people thing? denying the d- denying the vaccine or five G, five G deniers are out there in Golden Bay as well. <laughs> so one in five Americans,
0: or maybe it's I think this it was one in five Americans believe that there's a microchip in the. In the vaccine? In the vaccine,
1: yeah. Yeah, the, and those people here in this country are in Golden Bay. <laughs> okay. Did you see this thing? I just sent you an image. I did not I see this thing. this thing. I want like you to, creepy. can you describe it? Um, It is a, a frog. Yeah, you can work is, from the bottom up, I guess. That's what yeah, I'm doing. So web got like feet, a- skinny frog types of legs, frog belly. And then there's like a like looks like a fishing line spool that it's holding on to. So now we're getting to the to the anthropomorphic. Yeah, it's like an anthropomorphic
0: frog. frog with like a clown face, Clown's and like a big red afro. I guess.
1: Yeah, it's creepy. Um, yeah, it's really creepy. But yeah, like the images of Golden Bay, like there's lots of like. Yeah, you great. Know, awesome. lots of adventure flights and biking and parasailing and surfing it's a big big surfing community in the summertime mm-hmm. so
0: the thing about oregon though like it, it's very pretty every like i said i stand by everything i said but yeah. new zealand the thing that makes new zealand like that really kicks it up a notch is the water yes
1: it's the color of the water yeah and that just it's the cheat code
0: that it's just the color of water everything. and how
1: close you are for the coast. Like I think you're never more than forty miles or fifty miles away from a coastline. Right. So you always see that water. Like no matter yes. what you're looking at, it's always Pretty there, much. omnipresent. Yes. Like the water, and again, the water's not even it's not even tropical. It's 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 cold, but it still has a very beautiful look to it, it's, just with the way hue. New Zealand was formed. Just say hue. Yeah. It's the hue. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very nice. So yeah, so poor, So were you there for the full two weeks that we were off for the full? I was there for
0: twelve we days. I was there from the eighth through the twentieth. And uh, I, I'll tell you what. I, I also ate a lot of great food. I ate like a monster, and I did not <laughs> gain more than a pound, which is great because I remember I did lose ten pounds right before. This I is why left. it's
1: unfair. This is why it's unfair. Why? What's unfair? It's unfair because anyone else goes on vacation and gains like five, six pounds. Yeah, that's what you go expecting. on vacation and gain like a pound. Not even. fat. yeah, it's just Might salt. Have just been water weight, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I had, a, so I
0: had a stuffed French, I had a stuffed croissant French toast in Bend. <laughs> uh, that was stuffed with mascarpone cheese and came with a uh, side of Marion uh compote. Oh, wait, this Ma- Marion like the
1: old mayor of of DC. <laughs> yeah.
0: Marion Barry is a uh, is a. Barry, Apparently, it's like a BlackBerry-like thing. That's uh, it's in the Pacific Northwest. But yes, it's very similar to Marion Barry, <laughs> <laughs> the former mayor of DC.
1: Oh uh, yeah, but these are like Marion. Really it's like a it's like a BlackBerry. It's like a BlackBerry yeah, that that's you what would pull off of, like as a kid, if you lived anywhere close to woods. Yeah. And you can pull these things off the thing. And they're like, you can eat those. You eat them. You're like, mm, it's okay. Yeah. Now there's a, there's a place uh, that opened around
0: the street, around the corner from my dad's house in Portland proper. This was in, um, and, uh, it, it was a matcha cafe. And I'm telling you, man, this, this place was, could have been, this place is like ripped right out of Japan. There's none in Japan, but the menus, it was like that, that graphic design explosion. Where it's like I don't really know what I'm looking at, but there's a lot of pictures, so I can just point to the thing I want. You can picture, mm. it, right? Yeah. And all I went there was to have this thing, and uh, it is a uh, matcha ice cream bear.
1: <laughs> Man, so did, went- did, did, does your dad sigh at this stuff as well, the way I do? Yeah, he doesn't get it. Okay. He uh,
0: <laughs> he just he doesn't get it. Yeah. But you know, this is also a man who needs to make him, who needs to make coffee twice a day. Yeah. I mean, look, it's not an addiction. I just, I just
1: like it. You guys all have your quirks.
0: So so I guess so.
1: Plansky family specialty. (laughs) You all got your quirks. I guess
0: the uh, last day I had. um, Let's see. What was that thing that I had before I got on the plane? Those were strawberry cheesecake pancakes. Yeah, man. I went hard. I went hard. Made some s'mores while camping. Of course. Got to do that. Yeah, got to Got to do it. Yeah, got to do it. Had a bunch of uh, fish and chips on the coast.
1: Ate really well. Not gonna lie. Overall, pretty good trip. Good. Pretty pretty good trip. Pretty good. And that's a yeah. that's the first real holiday trip that you've taken in a while. Like actual yeah. long term holiday, more than just a weekend or a couple of days.
0: Yeah, exactly. So it was uh, it was pretty good. I worked a little bit remote out there, but it was fun. A uh, couple of couple of things about the flights. Um, when I left, I left Newark. Um, got upgraded to first class, which was great um, because we were on the we didn't even take off for four hours. We were on the runway for four hours. I thought they're supposed to let you off after an hour. What happened to that? Uh, we no, we were in the uh, we were in the queue to take off. But there because there was there's only one runway, I guess, at at Newark. And there was um, and there was uh, hurricanes delaying things. So we were just waiting to take off like following this line and when we were about to when we left again the, the guys like and we're about something something in line i was like i'm pretty sure he said 20th in line and i was right there was a lot of planes that had to take off before we did fortunately i was sitting next to this fascinating woman who uh who was like a director. She was like some she was working with the Swedish government last year. She's a photographer. She's married to a clown. Uh, she was traveling with a, a, an Italian greyhound named Pony. <laughs> and yeah, it was uh. It, so had it, we basically spoke the entire time and I was sleeping the rest of the time. And now my and it basically screwed up my entire backlog of podcasts. OK, yeah. So yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, then on the flight back, it was super smooth. Portland Airport is great; like it, it's legitimately like a actually a solid airport. You go through security in a minute or less, which is wonderful. Um, but I, I got to say, United has had to have found what I can only describe as the worst wired. It, the the worst in-ear headphones i've ever encountered in my life i the i forgot one thing when i oh uh, on my travel and that was wired headphones oh, so that's i have the my worst so i have my Bluetooth, like, like, which i use oh, all the time so you,
1: you've got in-ear headphones you didn't have airplane headphones that you can i plug usually into. now usually i travel with
0: my sony you know the basically the newer iteration of what you have and they're amazing they're great but i didn't bring them this time because i I generally prefer my in ears. Um, I could; they're just more comfortable for longer periods of time, and they're they take up less space. A lot of reasons why. So I just brought those. I'm like, I'll be fine. And I just didn't bring my wired headphones, which is good to have when oh, I just need to take them off for a second, let them charge for a couple minutes. I'm just gonna let me, or I want to listen to something. I just want to see something on TV or something, right? I'm watching, I'm watching Chopped on Food Network on the plane and. I wanna know how these guys are cooking with
1: these with these pig lips in out of Alton's crazy box. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of which, I've also heard that Alton Brown is on his way to being canceled. Why? What do you do? He's apparently a big Trump guy. All right. Well, I still like him. <laughs> so
0: anyway, I, I mean I could see it, right? You could yeah, see. Yeah, of course, it. why not? <laughs> like, yeah, sure. Like, fine. But apparently he has his own chop show where he throws like the most ridiculous shit in the basket before they start cooking. Um And I was like, what is happening here? But I tried putting these headphones. United had to have gone through some sort of R&D to find the worst possible design they could find that can't possibly fit in anybody's ears. So you
1: don't think you just luck luck upon that? You think you have to actively try?
0: Yeah, you have to. They're so bad. You had to try for these. It's like no one's ear is shaped like this. It's like if I was making... I get it. You got to make one size fits all, right? If I was doing that, fine. I would go small. I would go small as I can. I wouldn't have like these, I'd make like kind of the outside a little bit bulkier, but maybe like longer in the stems. I wouldn't have like this weird, like the, 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 the design of this plastic, I can't even explain. They're not even, they don't designate left and right. So I struggled with that for a moment. And then when I finally decided to put them in, I'm like, well, clearly I got it backwards. And then I put them in the right way. I'm like, oh my God, I put them in the other way. I'm like, holy shit, that's like just as bad. These are just the most God awful, uncomfortable things. They wouldn't even reach to get a seal in my ears, let alone like fit comfortably. Like I couldn't even get them
1: in. Why did they like the, in here are in ear headphones cheaper to produce? I guess it's less material. Oh, you're thinking Why like those give you um clips or over the ear. Like even if they suck, yeah. At least you don't have to worry about them falling out of your ears.
0: That's true. I don't know. Anything would have been better than these. Anything, 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 anything. The worst headphones I've ever used. And you know what? In a way, you gotta kind of respect it because I would hope that it is what I said, and that they actively tried to make the most uncomfortable uh, in-ear headphones ever. And in that case, they succeeded. I challenge you, if anybody has ever (laughs) had a more uncomfortable pair of headphones than the United, it's worth taking a United flight just to try those headphones and see how bad they are. (laughs) It is impressive. They wouldn't even reach my ears. Like they wouldn't even reach the ear holes.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's rough in ear headphones that aren't ones that you try on and pick yourself are often bad or or don't have changeable nubs. These are even, let me explain. Cause they also, you would think they
0: would give you maybe buds where you don't have that rubber component that, that goes in your ear. No, 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 no. They have that. And that part wouldn't reach the part it needed to. It's, it was awful. Yeah, It was so, so bad. And yeah, the woman who was sitting next to me actually had him in the whole time. And I have no idea how she was able to. Yeah, I guess. Prepare. I guess they are they like, deed with her. For that one, it was like silence or excruciating pain while you watch 50 first dates. <laughs> Whatever. That's what she was watching. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. I want to, I want to pivot here and talk about some, uh, well, this is basically going to be media therapy for the rest of the show. All right. Okay. Because all this stuff. Now I wrote this down for the Paul Giamatti game. I don't know why. I don't know what spurred it, but we'll play it anyway and we'll see how it goes. Who's older? Vanessa Williams. Why did I write that? Or Paul <laughs> Giamatti?
1: <laughs> that is random uh i know vanessa williams is at least or is it vivica fox that'll be a good at one at least too. 50 um i'm gonna save i mean vanessa williams i haven't seen vanessa williams in years um she's got to be older and i'm gonna say she's 56 say vanessa williams is 56 paul Giamatti is how old now 54 53 he had a birthday, but I'm I assuming cannot, he's fifty. I cannot now? confirm nor deny. But I will yeah, tell so you. Yeah, so I'm gonna say she's two years older than um Paul Giamatti. But I haven't seen Vanessa Williams probably in a decade. So yeah, she is four years older than Paul okay. Giamatti. All right, all right. We so Paul Giamatti is fifty. One. He's fifty three? He's fifty four. Okay. Okay, so it's two years
0: off. Yeah, but you gave me a good one for next week.
1: So yeah, Vivica go. Fox. I would assume Vivica Fox is younger, but that's a really good one. I don't know. <laughs>
0: I'm, <laughs> no idea. I'm sure. You, I'm sure you'll forget by next weekend. Kenville. We'll I will?
1: Yes, this I absolutely like, will. Speaking of basi- which, I saw. You're basically, you're basically like um, um, the guy from Memento. <laughs> I don't remember anything. My memory is horrific. It's it's the one thing. I'll be honest. A, a little a little truth here. I am very worried about my 80s and 90s because if there's anyone to get. Dementia, and I'm going to knock on wood as I say that because apparently that's one of the worst things you can go through as an old person. Well, but my memory not, is really for, not for you, but for everybody else. No, for you as well because it's. I mean, I watched that Anthony Hopkins movie where oh. he was going through dementia, and I was like, Jesus Christ, the, I don't wish this on anybody. It's awful. So I yeah. really, really, really hope I need to start doing some memory exercises or something because my memory is fish, fish oil supplements, right? Isn't that what they yeah, say? I, I just out make something? that up? Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping we come up with some type of. Some type of uh, limitless drug <laughs> that allows me just to keep my memory. <laughs> Drink so, yeah. uh, matcha.
0: I hear that helps. I just made that up.
1: What are you going to do right. when matcha comes out to be really terrible for you? <laughs> are you I'll just going to say like you know you know look I had a good life it's a good well, run. the question is the question is how terrible because I eat still
0: like sugary shit and that's terrible for me, but I have it in more moderation. So how terrible
1: are you talking? But you're also eating good. You're eating like quality sugar for the most part. Like right. you, you, you Domino, spend quite a bit Domino of money sugar. on stuff like yeah, you're you're but but you're not eating like high fructose corn syrup. That's you true. don't drink I soda. Don't. That's right. Right. You, you don't eat candy though. bars and all that type of stuff. You don't love do that. Too. You're eating. yeah. To. you're eating these fancy schmancy matcha ice cream things that. Oh, know, that's sure, the other thing. It, but
0: speaking yeah. of fancy schmancy. Um, so my uh, my dad had a big has a big lavender bush in the back of his. uh I guess it's a plant. What's the difference between a plant and a bush? Height. All right. This one's (laughs) in between. Now I'm even more confused. Anyway, he's got a big lavender thing in the back of his, in his backyard. He's got like this uh, really impressive garden actually in his backyard. And, um, and so I, I made a lavender syrup out of the lavender uh, using the lavender from the plant. And, and of course I used it to make, Lavender matcha lattes because that's what you do. <laughs> um, but anyway, I a little bit of a tease because I brought a bunch of that stuff home with me and made the lavender syrup. Uh, and made the lavender syrup again because you can't bring that stuff on the plane. And I'm gonna try making some lavender pancakes tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. about that? See, seems so, interesting. Yeah. So now, so so my point is that. If all of a sudden they're like, matcha will increase your odds of cancer, right? Let's just say that's because that's the worst thing that could happen, right?
1: I don't like, know. They, I think dementia is worse. I mean, they, I know. Cancer well, I'm is just good, saying the, in general, like, yeah. it
0: increases your odds of getting sure. this horrific disease, right? Sure, sure. Yep. Then it's like, all right, I got to stop doing that because I don't want that disease, right? So sure. then I stop drinking matcha. Well, then I'll find the next thing, you know? Okay, now I'm going to double down on lavender. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, sure. Yeah, there's always another thing. But anyway, let's talk about some of this stuff here. So a couple of things happened while we were away. There's a little bit in the new side of things. First of all, the uh, a new model of the Switch was announced. The... OLED switch version, yeah, not the model that people were wanting though. No, people People were expecting a Switch Pro, which was going to upscale to 4K on your TV, and the OLED screen was right, but they were thinking it was going to use the NVIDIA DLSS upscaling technology. Right. So that was announced, and I pre-ordered one because because why wouldn't you? (laughs) Well. It seems like I mean it's fine for me. It's exactly I I mainly play handheld. Is the battery life better? Yes, the battery life is like 9 hours, which is 6 hours longer than what I currently have. So, yeah, it's great. Um but as but otherwise, you know, it's still possible that there's going to be another version of the Switch next year. Nobody really knows at this point. Yeah. Especially since Bloomberg reported on it and they're usually not that far off. So, it might just be hey oled now pro later it'll look just like the oled i don't care but considering i mainly play handhelds yeah give me the bigger screen this is exactly what nintendo does though i don't know why anybody would see this and be surprised by it if it wasn't for the reportings that were saying this is what the pros can be all these other things people would have just been like cool this is exactly what nintendo did they literally made a series of consoles called the xls for the ds which were the exact same systems bigger and that was like a 240p screen and they were like guess what it's bigger and you're like great it just looks shittier <laughs> i could see i could i could vis- vis- visibly point to pixels they're so big uh on those big screens but hey that's what they did and they've yep. done it and they did it three times because they had the ds xl i think they did it yeah because they did it with the ds they did it with the new 3ds and then they did it with the new 2DS. Which, the fact that all those things exist just shows that this is not the most crazy thing Nintendo has done. Sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, again, this is a pretty safe upgrade for them. Because, yeah, it gives them room to release. I mean, I feel like people might be upset about this thing, but Nintendo's, I mean, Nintendo's changed my mind. Like, Nintendo has done, they've, they've crushed it with the Switch. So, sure, you don't give people exactly what they want, but it gives you a little room. It give, gives you a little room when PS5s are more available, and we can get sand to make more chips, and then you come up with something better. So yeah, yeah, exactly. And then the other thing that was announced
0: was the Steam Deck. Now, what do you know about this thing?
1: I know a lot about it, and I've got questions for. I'm curious whether or not you've preordered this thing because it okay. wasn't available in my country. All right, let's talk about this thing. So Pre-order. let me let me explain.
0: What yeah, but uh, it's
1: it's it's an interesting. It's an interesting device, but please explain yeah. to the audience.
0: Yeah. So the Steam Deck is basically a handheld console, but it's PC based. It's technically Linux based at its core OS, but you can overwrite that and put Windows on it. You can do whatever you want. But on the surface, it looks like people say it looks like a Switch. I first thought Game Gear. It looks a lot like a Game Gear.
1: Um, it's a it's, mixture of both because it's not, a, I always think of Game Gear as being thick. <laughs> yeah. Because it was. True. I mean, we've thing, come a long way a from that stuff. Yeah, that right? thing took like, like six a AA stick.
0: batteries. How many batteries yeah. did Game Gear take to last
1: uh, one hour? It was a lot. It was like 12. <laughs> it was a ton. Game like, Gear. Any, any kid that had a Game Gear or a, or a Nomad six, or a Sega yeah, Nomad. Six AA batteries. Yeah, learned very quickly about rechargeable batteries. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, exactly.
0: So this thing was announced. It's got a uh, custom AMD stuff. It, there's three price points of it. Um, there's a. Yeah. It starts at four hundred dollars. That's got sixty-four gigabytes. Um, then the next model is two fifty-six for five thirty, and then six fifty for five twelve. Now, but
1: it's different hard drive as well. Yeah. All SSDs, so that's that I was just about strange. to get to that. that
0: <laughs> which the is lowest, at the lowest level, it's got slower hard drive speed. It's also got a. It's also got a worse screen. Um, Yeah, which is weird. So at the top, let me just, I guess it's better to start with the top model. We're at for 650, you have the NVMe SSD, which is basically like the fastest storage you can have right now um, on anything. Um, You got an anti-glare etched glass screen. um, And those, those are the biggest differences. When you drop down a peg, you still have NVMe storage, but it's 256 gigs instead of 512. And you don't have that better screen. And then for four hundred dollars, you have slower eMMC storage, and that's it. So that's the um, so those are the differences. And this thing is basically a portable computer. It's got the but it has the physical controls that you'd see on a switch, for example. It also has these two touch pads, which were originally seen in the Steam controller. So you could use uh, any games that are have mouse support, like real time strategy games or something. You can use those, and it's got a. Four additional buttons on the back, which are often seen in pro controllers like the Xbox Elite controller, and the thing is pretty powerful. It's especially for something that's meant to target uh, eight, 720p gaming, which is the same resolution as the Switch. This has actually an 800p screen. Uh, I think it's what is it, 1280 by 800 something like that. Whatever the 16 by 10 version of that is, and it's it's a bit heavy. It's like three times – it's two or three times the weight of the Switch. Yeah. And, and the, the controllers don't light,
1: switch out either. It's not – Right. Like the Switch is pretty light because you can sort of switch out controllers and put in a dock. And, you know, it's that was the whole point of the Switch right. is you've got all these different game modes. This thing is – it's a one big giant handheld system. You can't really change much. Although I think it comes with a dock though. You but. can
0: get a dock. It doesn't come with it. But uh, okay. The, you you can buy get a
1: dock it. so you can output to your
0: TV. Yeah, exactly. And the um, – And the battery life is anywhere between two and eight hours, which is a hell of a range. The example they gave IGN was that you can play Portal 2, a game that came out, I believe, in 2009, maybe 2010, something like that. Maybe 2011, if I'm being really generous. Um, That game would last about five hours.
1: Yeah, so middle of the road. (laughs) Middle of the, what, that game? No, I'm saying middle of the road as far as between you said between two and eight hours. Yeah, exactly. So, so middle part of the of road game is a game that came out a decade a ago. Ten, yeah, exactly. Is five hours. So <laughs> yeah. take any yeah, of yeah. the right, like if you're going to play, what's the big game? They that keep, well, Valve they keep showing has? Death Stranding on this. Sure. So but if you're going to play Death Stranding, hours. yeah, you'll be closer to the two hour mark. And right. probably an hour and a half. <laughs>
0: yes, exactly. Um, so I could tell you, I. Did put a pre-order in for for the sixty-four gigabyte version. That was before I realized because I, I I was traveling, so I was doing all this stuff by my phone. I was kind of learning this stuff in real time, and then and I was like, uh, I, I looked at this thing and I was like, I don't I don't know, I don't I don't know if I want this thing. And I put the reservation down just for chits and giggles, like just I, because. I, I I honestly I like I I in real time here. I'm probably just gonna click cancel reservation right now. Well, you, might I well, you might as well. You might as well. You might just keep it. Like what's the exactly? Home? That's the thing. Because I, I don't really want it. I'm not gonna lie. There's so <laughs> many things about it that I don't like. Um, I love that it exists. Let me put it that way. I want to love this thing, but I just got a computer now that can play games. Um, it's a laptop, so that's already portable. And this thing is huge. This thing is like cumbersome. It's big. The I'm sure it's going to be more comfortable than it looks, but the the placements of the analog sticks look really weird. The placement of the buttons and the analog sticks. I I really wonder how controller optimization is going to work for a lot of these games because control optimization on steam is always kind of wacky. Uh, it can be at times just that just happens when you're dealing with PCs with infinite configurations and yeah, battery life of two hours is crappy it's just straight up bad um, it could be enough especially depending if you're going to play like indie games or stuff on the go like a game like Hades but I, I don't see a scenario where I would want like I feel like my switch is already going to do those things and it makes things even easier than taking out this thing like given a choice if I'm going to play games like Hades right and I could play it on this thing or I could play it on my switch am I really going to notice the difference between the two Why wouldn't I take it on the Switch when battery life's longer and the um, and it's more comfortable to hold and play just because of its weight? Um, You know that so and I and I just don't know how much I'd actually play this thing. I'll tell you what my
1: problem is with this: Valve's track record of a hardware company Mm. is awful. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. They're they're bad hardware company, which is okay. Because, like, Nintendo's track record as a hardware company is pretty
0: good. Right? That's all over the map.
1: Uh, they they're I mean, get, the, they get the every like, others. Historically, it's pretty good. Well, the like, Wii U was. Nuts. That's the only one I can think of that was, like, just poor as in quality, poor as in release, poor as in, you know, accessibility. Virtual boy. Support. Right. Cause like I, I would even say that like Sony, right, with the PSP versus the Vita, like their track record of supporting hardware can be a little dodgy sometimes. Microsoft obviously has a great track record as a hardware company, right? Well, they like, do now. But, but, but even then though, like even back in the day with computers, like Microsoft would release computers and they, like, sure, they had other companies that would release hardware and then they would put their software on it. But Microsoft has always made keyboards and mice and some of these odds and ends oh, I see. things. Sure. And as a hardware company, I'm I'm looking at a Microsoft keyboard right now that's just like cheap keyboard, but it works, right? Yeah.
0: But I'd say like Microsoft really stepped up their game with when they started pushing the Surface line. That's when they really... And then Xbox as well.
1: But it, and a Microsoft lot of times that, that comes through acquiring it. a company, right? Like you acquire someone who makes good hardware. Like Apple. I mean, Apple, right? Their track record of a hardware company was pretty dodgy for a long time, and everyone used Apple products because of software, because of sort of the the look and the design of it. But then they really, over the last 20 years, became a really good hardware company. So, like, being a good hardware company takes, I think, a lot of time and effort, and it takes you really hiring people who understand it. Like, it's industrial engineering. Like, how do you build good hardware? steam's not there like whatever happened to that steam controller that had like the big soft touchpad? what well, happened to the that? thing that the thing that i was just talking about uh yeah yeah
0: they they basically removed support for it i mean it still exists they were giving them away for like five bucks a pop
1: or maybe it and was how actually many different free. i mean i remember them talking about steam specific hardware for a long time well like, they were gonna do they first did the steam box
0: which was but they didn't manufacture the hardware they partnered with people to make these linux-based consoles and that was a big failure Uh, but to your point about hardware that's the other thing that this looks like to me
1: one of the biggest issues with this is this screams gen one it screams something i don't want to buy the first version of it looks like it's not comfortable it looks like it's designed by people who design software not hardware like Mm. it looks great on a photoshop but like where the like how small the X Y and A B buttons are, the positioning of them just looks not the comfortable. B button,
0: The B button position looks like a nightmare.
1: Yeah, it's on the corner of the device.
0: It's literally on the edge. Like I can't, I can't imagine that. It like I said, this I like the idea of it. I want the this idea to is going. great. I want a, I want yeah. to see the Gen two version that fixes all this. To make it the device that I want. Make it lighter. Make it faster. Give me a better battery life. B- optimize the control placements. Um, and do all that stuff. And <laughs> I'll probably buy the Gen 2 version. I don't see myself buying the Gen 1 version.
1: I don't think we'll even get to a Gen 2.
0: I think you will. I think you will. Any gauge had two cracks at it.
1: <laughs> and, and that the- that's still a real you know that's a real thriving piece of hardware both of them <laughs> um yeah i just find that like outside of the big 3 and now that indie like nintendo has made their switch the the indie game machine where i think this is where this thing that this is the market that this that this handheld is going for because steam is kind of known as the place to play to release your indie game if you're if you're a pc developer right uh. like the yep. Steam store is the yeah, place the that whole that whole project green light and all of that stuff on Steam really helped sort of push into in, independent developing of gaming. And that doesn't exist That's, anymore. Now you can put anything on Steam. You can put anything on there. Right. Literally. So I think I just think they missed the boat on this, that Nintendo kind of stole this idea from them and kind of dominated that market when it was kind of like Valve. You should. You could have done this years ago, but you're not a hardware company. So. People have tried this before.
0: There was they've they've tried to take on, um, like Nvidia tried they, this. Nvidia, didn't they? yeah, exactly the shield, the Nvidia shield. Yeah. The problem is the biggest difference with that and this, and I this is I can tell you right now this is going to be successful. This is successful. Now, you think so yeah, like it already uh, there's already been reports that's there's been like a hundred thousand pre-orders and the uh, and the actual. And the actual demand, like you look at this right now, if you want to get like the, the thing comes out later this year, if you get the 64 gigabyte version, you wouldn't get it on my expected reservation says I wouldn't have it until Q1 2022. If I wanted to, res- if I wanted to reserve the others, it would be Q2 2022. So it shows they've already kind of exceeded their, de- their initial demand. And the level of success of what would make this thing profitable is is not exactly clear but my expectation is if they sell hundred thousand units they'll be dancing in the streets like they they've basically done what they wanted to do and they'll sell this through a year and you could see another iteration of this thing in a year or two down the line and that to me doesn't seem so unrealistic they may iterate on this thing like apple does on iphones because it's pc hardware so the flexibility is not like you would expect for something like switch right or a traditional traditional hardware because you know, you're building it. You're always building against PC specs, so they they could probably more rapidly iterate on this thing. Not necessarily they will if they want to keep it more like a console system. Then it'll probably be every two or three years. Um, but the other thing that's enticing about this, what's intriguing about it, is that who is it appealing to? What is the success? Who's the market? Is the market for people who have a switch to now start playing PC games? No, I don't necessarily think that's the first the first target they're looking for. I believe the first people they're looking for are people who are in the Steam ecosystem. Steam dominates PC, the PC uh, sales for for games. Like if you're going to play PC games, you have Steam. That's a fact, right? Even if you're using things like Epic Game Store, good old games, any of these other ones, or
1: you EA. still have yeah use origin or
0: even like i got this computer and i installed um and i'm and i'm using game pass i have the pc games through game pass i still have steam you have to have it so this is for the people that are already in the ecosystem and have all these games already and now they could play all of them on the go anywhere they want for two hours at a time two to eight hours at a time i'll be generous (sighs) so
1: yeah i yeah because again cool. I, I think if it if it works it's a great idea because i've got a bunch of steam games over the last 20 years yeah. that i've paid for look at right, like, this way. yeah you let me play team fortress on mine on you know or let me play half-life um uh two or the episodes cool i can play that on my i'll play this on this portable thing yeah um, but yeah i'm not buying the first generation of this you'd be crazy yeah. um i need you to see i need to see you go through a couple of iterations of this thing before i decide to buy into it
0: yeah because you'll see like What's interesting, I've heard about this on other podcasts as well. They make the point like Sony's not making a Vita. They're not making uh, portables anymore. No, but they do have they are putting their games on Steam now. So you can play Horizon Zero Dawn portably now when this thing comes out. Yeah. Even Death Stranding is a game that Sony helped fund. And because it was a PS4 exclusive when it came out. That's and that's like the hero title that they keep showing on this on this console, which is pretty cool. It's awesome. Like imagine imagine if your Switch could actually play something like Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, that's that'd amazing. Be that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. For 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 an hour and a half at a time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, I did want to bring up something else that came up recently. Is Netflix wants to get into video games mm-hmm. and streaming. How does this work <laughs> with Netflix? Like I'm trying to figure out is this like does this one of those things where they need to partner with with one of these companies to be able to get exclusive rights for games on Netflix, right? I've got a Netflix subscription. I can go to Netflix games. I can play it with a box that gives me a controller, a Google Stadia type of thing or something where all I need is a controller and I can basically play this thing through an app on my TV. Um it just kind of doesn't seem to make logical sense for me other than netflix to basically partner with something like steam where you could put your netflix game on this type of steam controller that's a dock and you can have a you know a, an outside controller with it
0: uh i don't know so there the uh, so i'm reading this tweet now from this guy steve mosher which is hilarious because i play hockey with a guy named steve mosher and it's not this guy so it says netflix's feature has a current working name of shark and is represented by this image on their ios app a shark fin could an image of Could an image of PS5 controllers and Sony's Ghost of Tsushima director's cut coming out indicate a partnership with Sony? Um, Yeah. So I guess this was found in like a data mine or something. Um, It could be I could see a few ways it could go down. What what actually stood out to me the most was that um, Sony could be using Netflix as a way to Trojan horse their streaming service, which is now PlayStation now to a wider audience of people. Hmm. So it would work the same way as streaming does on um, uh, through Xbox Game Pass or Stadia or any of these other things where here's all these games you can play. You have a controller hooked up through Bluetooth and I could just stream the games Um, that would be consistent with everybody's model. And that makes the most sense. What does Netflix get out of it? Well, they get to have a Netflix is has greater competition than ever before in the streaming space. So for them to have a gaming component, then that could entice people to stick around with the service or bring more people into it. Specifically, those who want to play games but don't want to buy hardware. And then Sony has a way to get that in front of people who just have smart TVs or Roku sticks or Apple TVs who don't want to buy a who don't want to buy a PS five or PS four because that battleground is rapidly approaching. Microsoft straight up said, we want to do this. Stadia is already there, but there's Stadia. So that's going to be an uphill battle, even though I am a big fan of the service. Uh, But Microsoft is actively saying, yeah, we're going to, we're going to have a streaming stick. You know, they're going to try to get on, on TVs. So as a smart TV app, so that's the, the next, like, first party battleground, we'll say like the platform holder battleground, it's going to be for for the mindshare and user base of people who don't buy consoles. And Netflix seems like a as a partner for Sony, it makes the most sense to me for them to say, all right, how about you have Netflix? Guess what? There's another part. It's it's Netflix games powered by PlayStation. Now you go into that boom, you can stream PlayStation games.
1: Yeah, or it's just mobile, right? Like I'm reading a couple of articles as you've been talking about Netflix's um this all came up during their um their, their quarterly earnings call. And basically said they're gonna pretty much try to build off of story IPs and give fans deeper content through interactive gaming. So for example, oh, Stranger well, Things, right? Like me, that's it. People are fans of Stranger Things, yeah, have released a Stranger Things game. That holds you over for the next six or, or, you know, gets released before the show, the next season of the show comes out. And you can play this game that gives you some story points or some things that refreshes your memory on what happened a year ago and then the show starts. Right. So it could be that type of stuff as well. That's very mobile. Um, and you're just sort of expanding on your core IP because that's what Netflix is doing because they've lost the IP of Disney things. They're losing the IP of Paramount things, right? Because there's, those companies are starting their own streaming services. So you've got to take things like stranger things, stuff like Cobra Kai, stuff like, um, any of the other original content that they come out with and try to actually advertise it by saying, okay, well, look, we're going to start releasing games before or after that content comes out. And then when the content comes out, it's just extending your viewability. It's extending the things that you care about and the things you really get hooked on to, which is interesting. It's an interesting way to do it to start with. It doesn't take you too much work. You make a little, you know, you make some little mobile games and some things, and it's it's not like you need to have these full-on hardware, you know, intensive games, but it's just enough to sort of extend your advertising arm for something that people are already paying for.
0: But that seems Um, like a
1: weird thing for PlayStation to be involved, unless they're explicitly using...
0: Like I was saying, the PlayStation Now infrastructure. Yeah. As a backbone for that.
1: Yeah. Which would still be weird. It's like, or even stuff like The Witcher, right? The Witcher is, that's a Netflix exclusive TV show. Yes. So do that. It's that type of stuff. Yeah. But then like, you're hey, have, next season of The thing. Witcher, play The Witcher 4 or whatever. Um, yeah. And play it through Netflix, that type of stuff. So, yeah. Which would
0: again be a thing, like I was saying before. I could see yeah. that. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I think it was just a leak a data mine. There, there's probably some conversations going on. It might well, they also talked about be... it during their earnings
1: call. They brought someone brought this up during their earnings call. Oh, they did. Okay, this, I thought it was just yeah. A data so mine, it, it right? was in their earnings call that happened last week where Netflix, because I think their I think their stock dropped just a little bit because their streaming numbers have kind of stagnated because people yeah. are making choices now, right? Okay, yeah. what do I do? Right, I've got HBO Max, I've got Disney Plus, I've paying got hundred dollars a month for streaming. I'm paying more than I ever paid on cable. Yeah, I've got Apple, right? I've got all of these things. Which ones do I keep? What are the ones that, you know, Disney for the kids? Because sure, I I like watching Marvel stuff every once, you know, once every quarter that comes out, but hey, I can play Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. <laughs> and that keeps my kid from screaming. But okay. HBO Max, Love do I get show. enough movies from Paramount from HBO Max that I really need to keep this thing or do I need to just get it when the shows come out, right? Like it's that type of discussion I think people are having. Or you turn to people like me where you go, oh, so you're going to basically force me to do what I did 10 years ago, which is pay for none of this. Yeah. <laughs> because that there is a section where this is happening and I'm one of those people that's like, I'm not subscribing to all this crap. I subscribe to Spotify because it gives me everything that I want. But the minute that you start to segregate this thing, like, for example, when Tidal had Jay-Z exclusive music, oh, I just went and downloaded Jay-Z's albums. I'm not paying you for two streaming services. You, I'm going to pick one, and the rest of the stuff, I'll find it. So that will always be, but again, gaming gets you into that ecosystem. It makes the money that you pay more worth it when you're making the choice of, okay, what's the one streaming service I'm going to always keep? And if Netflix gives you everything, and sure you might pay twenty bucks a month, but I get my games, I get my live because live content at some point is going to break through this stuff because they have like the ESPN app that's part of Disney. But at some point, Netflix is going to pay rights for some NFL season or some NHL season. It's going to happen. Or just like a concert series, like a live concert. It, that's what I mean. At some point, Netflix yeah. is going to come. Netflix is going to come out and say, "Hey, so." Uh, if you all wanna, the content that are gonna happen, uh, Lady and, Gaga, you gotta you you could watch, or you exclusive event. rights for stuff like Coachella. Hey, you yeah, want to watch yeah. all of Coachella? It's on Netflix, exclusive live streaming for the next week. Yeah, I don't have to be there, right? I can't afford to be there, but I can afford on Netflix to watch Lady Gaga and Beyonce perform in the desert. Yeah, it's gotta. So that's totally gonna. So yeah, it's it, the streaming stuff is very interesting. I <laughs> the funny thing is, I just think I'm like I think we need faster internet yes globally. yeah we do. if we're gonna if this is where we're headed then you guys got to start making internet cheaper and it's got to be faster so yep. <laughs> yeah that's inevitable but it's it's gonna take a while japan
0: broke the speed record of, i saw that uh, yeah just crazy we'll never have it that is. we'll have that in, very, very uh, fast like 20 years um, but because j- our infrastructure sucks and yes. there's monopolies by um these companies by
1: region. It's crazy that my internet here at the bottom of the globe is faster than yours.
0: Yeah, I know. (laughs) Whatever. We got vaccines.
1: We got vaccines on demand. We don't have COVID. so Whatever. Brag about it. Who needs a shot? We got like 20 people there with COVID. All right. Don't say you don't have it. You got it. (laughs) We don't have it. We don't have it. It's not in the community.
0: All right. Um, (laughs) Yeah, but the answer is, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. But I think it's got to be something with streaming games. I don't think it's just like we're going to have a Bandersnatch type interactive interactive show with uncharted that sounds crazy that just sounds stupid
1: no but do you get a game release that ties in with the release of that movie with what's his name spider-man then maybe i guess but because he's supposed to why would he supposed to be what is the incentive what's the incentive of playstation to do that I don't know, more reach. I don't know. I, and again, PlayStation is PlayStation's one of those weird ones like Nintendo where they're not really what there's times when they're not as Western focused as you'd like them to be. But now they are. That's the thing. They're their head of yeah. uh their head of games
0: is uh is is um it's in the UK. Herman Holtz is like this German guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so things could be changing. So very oh. less but that's the thing. I, don't know if that's that's still, that's- I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Watch him just be an American guy. He's a guy from, from Maryland. <laughs> Sounds German. Look, if, if you're a young person, uh, games is the industry to get into. <laughs> don't don't get into making films. Games is where the money is. Uh, yeah, could be. Let's see. Oh, no, it is. L- he's in the Netherlands. There yeah, I still have to remind people that the last Grand Theft Auto made more money than any film has ever made in about two days. That's not every game, though. Just saying. But I'm just just at the peak. At the peak of movies, it's In Game and Titanic and Avatar. At the peak of games, it's Grand Theft Auto Five that came out before I moved to this country, and is still a game that people are playing. Oh yeah, I know. Like I said, that's that's an exception to the rule. I'm just but saying.
0: Fortnite. There's a, there's a lot of exce- again. You're you're t- you're throwing out the most successful games on the planet.
1: But I, I'm also thrown out that I'm comparing it to the most successful movies as well. Oh, all right. I see. Got it. So that's what I'm saying. At the top of yeah. each industry.
0: Look, get into it, man. I, I'm, not, I'm not, not trying to deter people. I'm just saying, don't <laughs> yeah. go in expecting to, to make GTA money. So I'm see saying. that's see that's that's what expectations. To,
1: that's Jay trying to keep his he's trying to keep you out. He's that's, trying I to did keep not so getting some of his piece of the pie. Get in there, nope. kids. Absolutely Video not. You can come join film, you just won't make as much money. So yeah. All right. Um speaking of film, did you see uh, F9 yet? I did not see F9 because I got a cold and I was unable to go in public places because I'm still very conscious of don't want to spread germs. Okay, so you got a cold. I just yep. want to make this clear. You've been sick more
0: times in the last year and a half than I have.
1: I the last time I was sick was December of 2019. Okay. You might have had COVID. I might have given it to you. Yeah, you might have got... But I only had it for a day as well. I was sick for one day. All right, you and your... You in 2019. Your, this in time movies. I was sick for a week. All right. Cool. But it was sick as in a head cold. So you you sneeze, you cough, and you're fine. A lot more sneezing. A lot more nose being congested. So what uh, What have you seen? Have you seen any movies? So I have. I've seen quite a few movies. And again, right. look, I'm not going to be shy about it. I'm in this industry. I ain't paying for no movies. <laughs> <laughs> Put it out there. I work on this crap. I ain't paying for it. Because you got too many streaming services. I don't know. Do I need to go to Amazon or Hulu or, or HBO Max or Netflix? You know what? All you gotta do is type in a couple of words and poof, there it is. So I watched Black Widow today. Yep. You saw seen Black Widow. I did. Um, it's about five years too late. All right. As a movie. I, right? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it as well. It's just five years too late. Yeah. Really liked uh
0: Florence Pugh. I think she's uh she's a star in the making. People love her because of the other things she was in, but there's no way in hell I'm ever going to see Midsommar. Um <laughs> like never. I will never watch that movie.
1: But she's uh, going to be she's going to be in that Hawkeye TV. She's going to now travel her way through. Yeah, as she's the basically new black the new widow. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. But she's great I thought I thought she was awesome i I yeah, I thought she was the uh, I thought the character dynamics were good. My biggest gripe with the movie um really thought I was gonna get more of that falling out of the sky set piece at the end. all the posters made it seem like that was a big thing
1: and it was done in like five minutes or less. No, it's fine. I got enough of it yeah <laughs> I got, again I, I think it was the perfect balance of all this crap because she's not a superhero. <laughs> I know. But, th- that, but that's why it's, it's kind of a, it's a futuristic Bond movie. It was more yeah, like exactly. a mixture. It's like a mixture of James Bond with G.I. Joe. <laughs> this is, it is, it's totally a Bond movie. They had a clip from Moonraker in
0: there. Like, so they knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah, I was actually Bond hoping, movie. I was hoping for more Moonraker parallels. Uh, when they showed that clip, I was like, ooh, are we going to get like, is this guy really just trying to make this this perfect society of people? And he's got this evil plan to blow up the world. I was really hoping that's where it was going to go really leaning into the wackiness, but
1: well I didn't get you it. You know why this movie was also five years too late? And this is one of those things that if you're uh if you're a, if you're on the if you're on the right leaning side of the world, right? Black Widow and Scarlett Johansson specifically has been basically a, a, a sex object of this universe for 15 years. The only reason why she existed was as being a sex symbol in this universe of Iron Man and Captain America and specifically the Hulk and Hawkeye and all of these men running around. She was the one who was pretty, pretty heavy handedly the sex symbol, right? I guess. I'm not hearing her right, because it, it's true. She was, well, I, she was I, not, thought, I thought you were she, she going to keep going. She wasn't portrayed in any sort of Well, her and Jeremy Renner in
0: this. these movies were like the two humans who were just like, all right, these people would be dead.
1: I mean, she also, she dies in Endgame, spoiler alert. Wow. Kind of being like, well, I'm dying for the men. I'm going to sacrifice myself for the men. So we can, that's why she's out of this universe. And it's sort of, it, again, like I, I think they started coming up with strong women characters and Scarlett Johansson kind of was the odd woman out in this, like between the women in Wakanda to Captain Marvel to, um, to Evangeline Lily and whatever the wasp stuff. That's what came after Scarlett Johansson and tight leather jumping around. So this is kind of a reckoning for this specific character where Disney is kind of telling you, yeah, we might have, you know, we learned a few things. We can't just put women out there and just have them be objects for men to kind of stare at. Like they made these jokes all through these movies at her expense, at this character's expense. And so this whole movie kind of seems like one big apology letter saying, we know there's human trafficking and the controlling of women. And, you know, the whole story of this program is basically, you know, removing the the sexual organs of women and hysterectomies and doing all of these things to young girls to make them objects of the of whatever this, you know, the Red Skull universe, the, the Russian spy part of this universe is. And that's what this movie was. It was basically like saying, yeah, we kind of messed up. Scarlett Johansson, we're going to give you your own movie so we can say sorry to you, but then we're going to let this other woman be the new face of this. And that's what it is. That's what the movie is. Hey man, they still never give uh Mark Ruffalo a Hulk movie. But but he's gonna get his own stuff. He's gonna get his own stuff. But right. she she was only used in all of these things to, to calm his character down. Like she was never really important to this universe, except for kind of as an object. Yeah, and well. I I think Disney kind of realized it and made a big apology movie. And now they're gonna put the other, they're gonna put Pew in there, and she's going to come out as this feminine icon for the for the ages, and it's going to be fine. But yeah. you know, if you're if you're a cynic and you're looking on the other side of the aisle, that's what you're saying like, I ah, don't hit me over the head with this. Like this was your fault, Disney. You're the ones that did this, not me. I didn't turn her into a sexual object. You did that. I just watched. Yeah, I
0: guess I none of that. I, that just shows my head. That none of that really <laughs> went through my head. But.
1: I'm just saying, like, I just see the I messages that you know are trying but, to get but out Will,
0: there. But Will, where I yeah. did go, because I think it's impossible not to, like, I, this is like the second movie they've had, which is explicitly a, which is a female lead. So, and also has that, you know, so it, so it has those, that's like, so, so you have to compare it to Captain Marvel. It's basically where I want to go with it, right? Yeah. And I was not a fan of Captain Marvel. It was fine. I I like this one immensely more
1: than Captain well, Marvel. Because this one is more of a spy movie and less of a space thriller. But,
0: it, well, I also thought that I think Scarlett Johansson and, and uh, Florence Pugh are just much better leads than Brie Larson and Jude Law in that movie specifically. Because... Brie Larson to me just in that character just feels so wooden and stiff and maybe that's the point I don't
1: know but it, but, but it helps that Scarlett Johansson was in this but she could kind of play the straight woman in this because David yeah. Harbour spends the whole time cracking jokes as the Russian Captain America right? but even Florence Pugh with her I mean she had like some of the best lines in the movie which were like yeah, again but that's it, it they gave her the room because she's already an established character of the, she's been in how many movies at least six right yeah, she's been a lot of them. All the Avengers. She's been in all the Avengers she's been movies. In Iron she Man Two is where she showed yeah. up.
0: Captain America. Captain America she She's been in.
1: She's been in most of these movies, so it's already an established character. And she doesn't. She can play the straight. You know, the, I'm not cracking jokes. I'm being serious. And if you, as long as you put her, as long as you put her around other characters that can sort of hold up the rest of it from a from a traditional Marvel side of we're cracking jokes and we're having fun and we're doing all these things and it's great then she'll be just fine. But her as a character doesn't fit in this future of this universe. It just, it never has. She was a character that was used to sort of smash the the traditional Iron Man and Captain America and Incredible Hulk and Thor together. And now that we're going to get Black Panther and Shang-Chi and the Eternals and all these other different types of characters, she just doesn't fit. The same way that like some of the other characters don't really fit. Like they they had to completely pivot Thor to fit into this universe. And they did that quite, Quite amazingly, how they basically said, look, Chris Hemsworth is a guy we got to keep we got to hold on to. How do we turn him from whatever the first two movies were into what they are now, which is just comedy and jokes. So Marvel's reshuffling how some of the and again, and, they're, and I, I'm going to assume there's all these rumors about what's going to happen with that franchise, because in the comic books, right, Thor is now a woman. So like they're going to start shifting all of this stuff over and I just think that Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson's character of this never fit into where the future of any of this stuff is going. So they kind of gave her that one like, "Ah, we got to apologize cuz we kind of just put you in tight leather and had you prancing around for years. Let's give you a movie that basically makes you James Bond and then you can get out of here." <laughs> Fair enough. That's what it is. That that's how I see it at least. All I right. did, but, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching it. I thought it was good. All right, cool. Cool. <laughs> So what else? Watch Loki, bored to death. I don't even remember what happened the last episode. I watched it, oh. and I wasn't watching it. And I go, I hate this thing. I'm done. So Loki's done. Get out of here. Get out. I like the music of Loki. That was the best part of it. It the was really good. The yeah, the music was great. Was great. music was great. Yeah, But the rest yeah. of it, stupid. Don't care. I actually, I enjoyed the finale. I liked it. I I like it was dumb.
0: I just thought it was black guy talking about, I see
1: things, and things are happening. And then... He, oh, you're like, going to see that guy again. And
0: he's going to keep showing up. Sure, whatever. He's he's the he's going to be the guy. He's going to be
1: basically the new Thanos. Thanos,
0: Thanos, whatever. Doesn't matter.
1: What's next? The other movie I watched was Gunpowder Milkshake. Yep. I love the name of the movie. It's a great. It's a great name. name. Movie. It's a great name. If you would have, if you get me in an elevator, you go, "Look, man, I got a new movie. I want to pitch you." And I go, "Hey, what's the title?" And you say, "Gunpowder Milkshake." My answer is, "I'm in." I just happen to be holding this briefcase of money. Why don't you just take I mean, that and, you and make your movie? Here you go. Um, I liked it. It's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> but it's got Paul Giamatti in it, which was fun. Oh, nice. Love it. Yeah, Paul Giamatti was in it. And then Angela Bassett was in there as well. I mean, that's a good one. We've probably already done that for the game. But the fact is, it's not even fair is that Angela, Angela Bassett might even be 80, but she's always going to look like she's in her 40s. Yeah, looks great. So it's just, it's a little unfair. How did, how did Paul <laughs> Giamatti look? I looked like Paul Giamatti. <laughs> <laughs> looked like Paul Giamatti, but Karen Gillian was good. I enjoyed it. Lena Headley was good. It was a good movie. I, You know, it's uh, John Wick for women. Cool. Which was awesome. It was great. It's just guns and big library scene where a bunch of dudes rush in and there's just guns and chains and whipping around and old women, you know, lighting dudes up. It was great. All right. Um but yeah, it's a pretty average movie, but it was great for what I with a title like Gunpowder Milkshake, just give me that. And I'm good. Got what you expected. Got exactly what I expected. All right. Um I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I've watched. I'd have to look at my I'd have to look at my cue here. But yeah, those were the those are the big ones that I watched that I enjoyed. Yeah, you basically hit the things that I watched. You still haven't seen Fast 9 yet. Haven't seen Fast 9. I'm sorry. I, I want to go see it. Well, go see it. I just it. haven't. I just, I've just. i been sick and I haven't been because I can't because, you know, that's not as accessible as some of these other movies are. <laughs> Fair enough. If you know what I mean. Just go see it. You need to see it on a big screen. I know, yes. but that's why it's a little harder. If it's not on a big screen, ah, I can wake up early one morning and hit the play button. And yeah, there you go, play. I get it. I get it. So did you find it? no I'm, I'm still i'm still gonna look what did did you see anything else other than i was gonna watch space jam haven't gotten to it yet i'll try to get oh, into it, okay. it tonight it hasn't gotten great reviews no um, uh i haven't watched it either
0: um i can watch it because i got hbo max so but it's I'll, got maybe i'll watch that and we can talk about it next
1: week but it's got uh don Cheadle in it which gives it me does. some hope. he's the bad guy he's the bad guy which sounds fun right yeah absolutely uh, uh, but LeBron James can't really act. He's no he's no Michael Jordan at this point. I don't think. <laughs>
0: is he? How does he compare on the spectrum? Uh, which about is a, which is an
1: amazing d- sentence. As in, you're no Michael Jordan, and I'm not even talking about basketball. I'm talking about your acting ability. But what about Shaq? I mean, how does he I compare? Mean, he to Shaq? In, what do you think? He is was it in Kazam? Shazam, right? Kazam. Or was it Kazam? Yeah. I always Kazam. forget. It's one of the other. He was in Kazam. Um. I don't know. I, I he was in that he was in that movie with Bill Hader and Amy Schumer. Train wreck. Yeah, he's, I haven't seen it, but I know he's in that. And he's, I haven't either. He's playing, but he's playing himself, though, right? I think he's just yeah, playing exactly.
0: Himself. Yeah, and he's friends with
1: uh, whoever the hell you just said. <laughs> the guy, Bill Hader. Bill Hader. That's the one. Yeah, where well, I, I think in I think in this movie, I don't even know if he plays himself. He's got like a son who's not his son, and they they end up in Toontown, and you know. Don Cheadle's there and Porky Pig's rapping, and it's, it's, it's what you expect. Yeah. Wow. See, I think that's kind of what I've seen. I, I can't think of anything else that, uh, that well, comes I, to mind. Well, I've been playing some games. Um,
0: a lot of stuff on Switch, but now that I'm back here. So, I, so before I left, I was able to power through a game called, I think I'm saying this right, Kaze and the Wild Masks. Played that on Switch. It's basically like a modern Donkey Kong game with pixel graphics. So I played through that. That was a lot of fun. It was just delightful. It felt it felt great. It was a good time. It's that perfect collect-a-thon 2D platformer. It was uh, it was light, fun, good time. Recommend it. Not really much more to say about that one. Cool. Got my new PC, looked at my Steam backlog, finally played a game called A Story About My Uncle. This is a uh, first person platforming game with a grappling hook through all these like kind of weird sci fi worlds. You're basically playing this dude who's telling a story to his daughter, I guess, about his uncle, which is literally what the title says. And you, you're following him through these underground worlds. You're meeting all these odd alien races of people, things, frog people and uh, fun game. Intriguing easy, short took like less than four hours to finish in total. Um, very, it, it would have had a more emotional story if the voice acting of the protagonist wasn't some of the worst voice acting I've ever heard. <laughs> it was so wooden. It was so, it was like, yeah, couldn't believe I found my uncle there. I always looked up to him. It's like this suit was made for me. It's like, wow. All right, we got it. It's like one take. We did it. We're gonna use that. <laughs> so that was that was disappointing, but cool. Um, on Xbox, I've been playing
1: Greedfall. I sent you a message about this. Yeah, and I responded as in doesn't interest me because it doesn't, doesn't. interest I, you. I watched the trailer. Yeah, the name is also cool. The name is really cool. Tell me in an elevator, you've got a game, and it's called Greedfall, or you ha- or you have a TV show called Greedfall. I start thinking of um, Billions or Secession or some of these really great television shows. And I go, all right, I'm in. And yeah. then I watched this game in action, and it doesn't interest me at all.
0: Yeah. So this is a game that actually came out a couple of years ago, and it's on Game Pass, but they added the Series X optimizations to it. Uh, the premise is, it's not appealing to you, but Looks stupid. I stupid. really know what to <laughs> expect. But the... Um, I think it's the outfits that that make me go, oh, bleep this game. <laughs> that, that's funny because I actually... I I love the style of it and how, how weird it is because it's basically a... It's an action RPG. It takes a lot of... Page, from a gameplay perspective, it takes a lot of pages out of Bioware's book with, um, you know, we have like these parties. You'll have, you know, it's kind of open world-ish. Um, lots of quests to do. Um, but the... It, it's very narrative focused, but the setting is like this colonial type setting uh, but has this also has this uh, bit of magic in there as well so you like cast spells while you're also wearing a tri-corner hat and that, that kind of thing is i don't know it just seems so interesting and weird and different to me but it's um it's also pretty heavy-handed it's very clear what it's doing because like i said you have the colonialism it's clearly making commentary about the um about the uh know wiping out native americans and approaching their lands and all these things like they explicitly call them natives and they use terms like savages and all these other things so um that whole part is interesting the different factions between religious organizations traders on ships like the world of it is very unique and cool and different i can't really imagine any other game that i've ever played that does something like this and you know you mentioned as like a name of a tv show like i could i could see this being having some more appeal in a um, maybe in a TV series or movie well, or something like that. There's but. something
1: with the name Fall, like Titan Fall. I mean yeah. there's something about the fall of something that 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 makes me interested. Yeah. Um I get it. But then I watched it. And again, like I'm reading sort of YouTube comments on this video that I clicked and it's sort of people saying like, look, this is a the 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 top comment is the game has half the budget but triple the quality of an EA game. So yeah. apparently the game's pretty good. It's like, a budget quality game. Quality maybe isn't to that level where you'd expect it and be blown away, but apparently the game's pretty fun. So
0: yeah, the game, it's definitely a budget game. It's made by a I believe it's a European developer. Um, it's not it's called spiders. They basically make these games that I think they try to reach further than their budget would normally allow, but it also they take more risks, they try to do more interesting things. And like the game technically is fine, it works, but lots of invisible walls, not a lot of enemy variety. The you enter the cities and the everything looks gorgeous, but there's not a lot of people in them, so that's kind of weird. <laughs> uh, but actually playing the game and and interacting with the with the quests and the and the story is is a good time. And like I said, the the whole world and the setup is uh, is pretty unique, and uh, so I've been enjoying that. And then the Last game I've been playing on Switch, I'm in a bit of a, uh, a bit of hell of a, an RPG kick right now. I started playing Ease Nine, or as the guy at Best Buy said when I bought it, Ease X. That's what he <coughs> said. It's written in Roman numerals. Um, this game is great. Runs like shit on Switch, um, but what a great game! And it's it performs well where it needs to. It's kind of. Uh, Super low res on Switch. The the frame rate and this open world aspect of it is runs at probably about 20 frames per second. But when you actually get into the action, it runs perfectly fine. So it's just a lot of fun to play. It's a great game to listen to podcasts while playing. I played Ease 8 on Switch before. That game's also amazing. This game, worthy sequel. This game is a uh, it's an action RPG maybe uh, you uh, similar to a bit different from Greedfall, but this is a Japanese it's, it's Japanese developed Falcom. They basically make two things. They make ease and they make trails of uh what is it? Legend of heroes. I think that's a series. And there are always these games that, you know, if persona is like top quality, a rank, these are probably in the B rank when it comes to presentation, but Typically A's in the in the gameplay side of things, and they always have awesome soundtracks. The action is always fast and characters are fun. And if a little goofy, pretty anime. But uh, it's a great game. So if you are something to playing your switch, something you sink your teeth into. It's not overly complicated, although the original button layout is pretty rough. But after a little bit of remapping, I got it to a point that wasn't. And I'm having a good time with it. Cool. Yeah. And I did just get delivered to my door, Chris Tales, which I'm really excited to jump into. So once I'm done with Ease, I'm gonna jump into that. Have you have you seen? I've sent that to you, I believe. That's one that looks like a bunch of um, like the art is inspired by stained glass windows. Yes, <laughs> you have sent that to me. It's really cool looking. Yeah, so- South cool. American developer.
1: These guys, uh, nice guys, good guys. Now, speaking of. Small developers. I want to shift to the to the big developers, mm-hmm. and the battlefield stuff that's been coming out. Yeah, 2042. Now you know. Now you know if there's one series that I am extremely fond of, there's two of of EA series of big developer series. Okay, it's Battlefield, and the other one is is probably Titanfall. Right, yep. that's sure. that's the other one that I I will buy these games. I didn't buy Battlefield whatever the latest one. Five. Was. I don't think I five was the that. latest I didn't buy five. I bought it's Battlefield on Game Pass. Once, but I didn't buy Battlefield 5. Now this one, Battlefield 2042, it's funny because 2042 is not that far away. <laughs> no, it's not. And I was kind of watching this and being like, alright, they got some futuristic stuff, but you kind of just made a modern day battle- Battlefield. Yeah. Like, there's a few little quirky things that you're putting out here, but 2042 is like, that stuff's out here now. Um, yeah. So, big Battlefield fan, and the thing I wanted to talk about was this online Battlefield portal thing. Yeah. Which seems to kind of be, because look, my favorite Battlefield game of all time is Bad Company 2. I put more hours into that game than any other sort of multiplayer shooter game I think ever. Really? Didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Battlefield Bad Company 2, I played the heck out of that. I played game. the campaign. I, probably put, I, I played that game online, and I probably put in 50 to 100 hours into that game. It got really good at it. So this Portal game that's coming out is a mixture of all of these different games together. And it's sort of allowing you to sort of build maps and build different play styles and all these types of things together. I'm assuming that this is their long-term plan to compete with Fortnite, to compete with some of this other stuff, as in, hey, we're going to build this thing and Battlefield Portal is going to basically be the online portion that you're going to play for the next 20 years. Am I wrong in thinking that? maybe I. this one seems
0: interesting because Portal's like the mashup of all the Battlefields. It's all of them. It's before. Bad Company.
1: It's Battlefield 1. You can play so you as got- World War One soldiers. You can play as futuristic soldiers. You can fly helicopters. You can fly Zeppelins. You can do whatever. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. To
0: me, it seems more like a mode because the core of 2042 is this we're going to call it like modern-ish with all these big weather effects and storms and all these things. And I think that's where the focus is going to be. And portal feels more like a, uh, like a halo forge thing where it's another mode where you can kind of do whatever you want and create your own modes and find some fan stuff, but attack people with defibrillators. as I'm looking at right now.
1: Yeah, you can fight like wild. It's guys with knives versus guys with defibrillators. But that's kind of yeah. Battlefield is supposed to be. Battlefield is, I mean, Call of Duty is taken really seriously. Battlefield has always had a bit of this nonsense baked into it that's made it a little bit more fun, um, according have to it? Battlefield. <laughs> because yeah, Battlefield there's always a bit of ridiculousness in it that maybe Call of Duty doesn't have as much. Because Call of Duty's community, I think, just generally is probably a little bigger. Well, Battlefield's, Battlefield's also Battlefield's- built on bigger, bigger scale levels
0: yes it's always been built on i mean even when i used to play sandbox
1: you can do more wacky things when i used to play battlefield 2 that was the only game that you could play pretty much 64 side i mean it was laggy and you could only play certain maps but that was the game you could play giant giant fields on because it was usually only pc like battlefield i think bad company were the first series of battlefield games that actually came to console yeah they were Everything else was PC, so that's why I got into that game. Because I go, well, I'm playing the PC stuff, but I've got a PlayStation on a on a brand new HD TV. I was living in New York at the time. I was like, I just bought this fancy TV, got this Battlefield game. You know, I've, you know, I don't have too much else to do. I'm gonna sit here and play and grind out this thing. Um, where this kind of seems to be, I'm watching the Portal trailer now, and it is. It's kind of just online mayhem, yep. and I wonder whether or not this is something that they're gonna try to sustain long term because longer you know paying for maps and paying for all these types of you know the transactions in the game seem to be what the current age of kids playing video games are used to now well you know we well, complain I need, to, about I need to stop it, but you
0: because yeah maybe you're not aware but battlefield 2042 is not free to play that game is 70 dollars.
1: no no but i'm saying the portal part of this no it's like, part of 2042 right but that's what i'm saying well the portal thing eventually become free to play that's my but will plan. it like you're uh, building this within your within the ecosystem of this game but at some point you peel this thing off and this is actually what the free to play portion of this series is where you kind of start making battlefield whatever your next version of battlefield is going to be um that th- 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 this is what i'm asking because i think at some point Right. Sure. You get people like me to buy this game who are going to buy it anyways. But then at some point, do you say, all right, we've been playing this thing for two years. We're now going to peel off the portal part to be free and we'll keep adding things into that. Yeah. I think, um, I think EA is making a, making a gamble here. I think it could pay off
0: because we people might be burnt out on free to play and might just be like, hey, just give me the game, you know? But on the other hand, if it doesn't work out, then free to play is an option that they can fall back to, and whether that's just portal or it's the whole experience. This is a single player only. This is a multiplayer only game that they're going to be selling for seventy dollars on next gen on current gen consoles, sixty gen on PC and last gen. So that's uh, the last time I remember that happening was Titanfall, the original Titanfall. Yep. Of note, I'm sure it's, it's happened. Uh no, Rainbow Six Siege. I guess has proved that that model can work. Um. So we'll, we'll see. It's certainly possible um, that, that this will pay off and they don't need to. Like Rainbow Six Siege never went free to play. You still have to buy the game to play it. And that game is continuously supported with additional seasons. So it's like that premium and that recurring revenue stream with new operatives that they have. So it's possible that
1: EA can get something going with that, but. Time will tell. Yeah, because Titanfall, like the Apex Legend thing, is way more popular than I ever expected it to be. (laughs) Like I've never played it, but it's enormous. I wasn't expecting it to become that popular because I was like, well, the best part of the best feeling in the world of Titanfall is when you're losing a battle and you drop this giant thing out of the sky, um, which is great. (laughs) It's like it's the whole premise of the game. Like you're basically running around shooting stuff, and then you kind of get enough points up that you can drop this thing from the sky and completely dominate a game. That's again, I, I was like, well, that's the you're kind of missing the fun of the game. That's that's the best part of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Apex, it's Legend good is super though. Popular. I played it. Yeah,
0: I played it. It's good.
1: Yeah, it's super good. And you, people and
0: Ubisoft, it. Ubisoft just announced a new uh free to play arena first person shooter
1: as well. Maybe it's not yeah, a so look, bit. I so mean, it's like I think games is a very interesting field because you have all these different mixtures of content, you know, console exclusives, things that are becoming not so exclusive anymore, streaming, free-to-play. There's all these different modes of games that people are paying for. <laughs> like, they all seem to be, if you make a decent game, people will pay for it. Like, that's just what it is. And it's pretty amazing to see that's where game people are way more comfortable playing for games than they are for paying for any other content. Yeah, that's which is which is why it's such a it's it's the field to be in. If you want to try and make, you know, make money. Like, sure, you got to make good games. You got to make games that are going to last. But I mean, there's all different types of games versus films and some of these other things. You kind of only have a couple of streams that really to really be successful. So, yeah, let's so get after it. Yeah, if you're making games, get after it. Get in there. That's right. Got anything else? That's it for me. That's it. That's a, well, that's a good g- good, good welcome back episode. And we'll be uh, back in a regular format next week. Exactly.
0: Well, go to the website, he's Subscribe. Rate us. You made it this far. Just go a little bit further. <laughs> and until next time, this podcast is over.